The following is general advice only and should not be construed as accounting, legal, or any other professional advice. The details of your situation are fact-dependent and you are advised to seek the help of a competent professional. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to another action-packed edition of CPA Reviewed, the official podcast of NimbusEveryone.com. As always, I'm your humble host, Jeff Elliott, a licensed CPA in the state of Kansas, by the grace of God and to the chagrin of many. Happy Tuesday to you. Today is Tuesday, November 8th, 2016, Election Day. All right. (laughs) On today's show, we have 10 questions. Hopefully, I have 10 answers. I try to keep the podcasts more sweet and to the point. So, and uh, fewer questions, do more of them. I think 10 is a good number. So knock it out in under 30 minutes usually. Well, score release day was last Friday and I hope everyone ended up on the north side of a 75. And if you didn't, well, you are where many, many CPA candidates have been and have been on the other side, so myself included. So, <clears throat> you know, if you if you ended up failing, and we'll we'll get into some questions about failing. Keep in mind that you're only a failure if you quit. So there have been people on the another71.com forum who have taken over 30 exam sections, and. Taking a bunch of exam sections doesn't is not a a judgment call about your ability as a CPA. Passing the CPA exam actually has very little to do with your talent as an accountant. Passing the CPA exam is it measures your ability to study a a set amount of data, go in and take a standardized test under certain conditions. And it's very likely that you are studying things that you will never use throughout your career. So governmental governmental accounting, if you never if you never work for a a client, if, if you never audit a not-for-profit governmental client, if you only do mom and pop tax returns for the rest of your life, uh, your performance working governmental accounting questions has nothing to do with your ability to provide excellent service as a CPA to your mom and pop tax clients who <clears throat> simply need to know how to plan for their taxes and their future. All right. Next score release day is on. It's on November 22nd, 2016, so that actually means the night of the 21st. First question, Joe asks, my question is, should I challenge my BEC score of a 73? I've taken BEC three times, 71, 71, 73, and every time I do well on the multiple choice, but don't leave myself enough time to do the written communications. On my most recent fail, my score report showed that I made a that made stronger in every category of the multiple choice and weaker on the written communications. How can someone do stronger than people 
who passed on the 85% of the exam and then still fail? Should I challenge it? The short answer is no, you should not challenge it. That is a waste of time, emotion, and money. Usually you will get your score back or you will, you can take the exam again and get that score back by the time that you get your, your score dispute back in uh, nine out of a million times it's going to be uh, that your score is unchanged because I have never heard of someone's score being changed. And so how can you look at your score report and see that you are stronger than the average passing candidate for a weight that is 85% of your exam and weaker on your written communications, which is 15% of your exam as of 2016. It changes in April of 2017 for the, for the April 2017 CP exam. But how can that be? Um, first of all, you can never look at your score report and work the math and figure really anything out. It's just a guide. What they're telling you is that you need to work on your written communications. So, um, so I mean, if you, <laughs> it's a mystery. Just get over trying to figure it out. Get in there. So 71, 71, and 73, you're very close. Do everything that you did to get that 73. So, <clears throat> okay, set aside the need to, to grumble and complain about appealing and the score report. Like, that's, that's all water under the bridge, as they say. Um, move on mentally, because otherwise you're going to fail. You will do worse than your 71s if, you just, if you're mad at the world. So mentally move on. Do everything that you did to score that 73, and then you're weaker in some areas conceptually, I'm sure, and you're also weaker on your written communications. And so you need to practice. I mean, it might, it might just be that you're not, that writing isn't your thing. Um, writing happens to be my thing. I can, uh, I'm, a, I'm a better writer than I am anything else, and so I never had problems um, on exam day knowing a few keywords and even just BSing my way through it. And so you need to practice some written communication. So if you, I don't, doesn't say what study software you are using, but Ninja MCQ has 25 or so written communication questions. And I'm sure most software, most CPA exam review software, softwares do as well. Alex says, I received a 74 on regulation. My first attempt, just curious, is that, has anyone ever had a 74 re-reviewed or graded or is it pretty much impossible is there a process or is it or is it just cut and dry the 74 on regulation really stings i'm trying to see if there's any if there's any small chance on the matter i am a two-time member of club 74 and regulation i scored back-to-back 74s and i lost my far credit because of it i looked into it there is a 0%, 0 percent chance of your um, because I scored 74, 74 on regulation. Like it must not be my fault, right? <laughs> it was my fault. I, I didn't want to study AMT. I didn't want to study like kind exchanges when when there's a liability swap because you know I had better things to do. 
So, and it cost me. I went back, did those things, and I scored a 92 my next time on regulation. It wasn't any smarter. I just worked harder. Arjun says, <clears throat> I just got my FAR score release. On my, I failed on my second attempt. I am so lost, so frustrated, and feel so defeated. I've been out of school for approximately three years now. I scored a 28, then, seri then seriously reevaluated. The second time I scored a 41. After putting in a solid effort, now I have no clue what to do. I feel like I'm an idiot. I need help. Seriously, I need help. I feel like I don't know how to study right now or to retain the right things. Any advice will be helpful. Well, Arjun, <clears throat> based on your name, I wonder if English isn't your second language. Just wondering. <clears throat> if English is your second language, then typically ESL candidates take more time to study and just process because the, the materials are not written in the language that you think in. And the same thing on, on the exam. So... There's that, but there's all sorts of ESL candidates who pass every day. So that's just, what that means is you might need to spend more time. Um, I don't know how much time you're spending, doesn't say. You scored a 28 and a 41. Those, so what those tell me is that you're probably not studying correctly. So either, Either you have invested the time and money, but you're not studying the right way. So that's, that's one scenario. Or scenario two is that you are taking the cheap route and using like 2012 books or something like that. A 2012 CPA review book trying to pass FAR because you got it for free. So it's usually one of those two scenarios. So let's assume that your problem is that you are not spending enough time and, and that you actually do have the right CPU review course and you have invested the right amount of money. You're just not studying the right way. So let's attack it that way. I would study using the, the Ninja framework. I think it is the best way to study for the CPA exam is the most effective and efficient. I believe that the other methodologies out there are antiquated. So the whole thing where watch a chapter, do questions, or watch a video, do questions, watch a video, do questions. Like there is like that is that is mindless studying. You're going to have to repeat all of those questions and I think, I think it's kind of a lazy way to recommend uh, that that you study, because it's just the easy way. I mean, it's, it's it's what everyone else does. So let's just let's just tell our candidates to do our, our customers to do what everyone else does, and um, and then if it doesn't work, well, it's what everyone else does. So what's wrong with you anyway? Use the Ninja framework, nail the videos or nail the concepts in your book first. Get through all of get through your entire book. Get through all of your videos and take intense notes while you do that. N-I. <clears throat> Nail the concepts, intense notes. While you're watching the videos, while you're reading the book, if you have the 10-point combo, if you get the 10-point combo, you're reading the book, you're taking notes. After you've done that, 
So after you set all of your videos aside on the proverbial shelf and you're all done, you have this killer set of notes, then start doing your nonstop multiple choice questions. Then do your software. Then do your, your Ninja MCQ. Then do your CPA review test bank or whatever. Then, so you have this killer set of notes from your, from your materials. <clears throat> you have this killer set of notes from your multiple choice questions because as you're working through it, you're taking notes. Then you just rewrite your notes. I had to add the J in there to make Ninja work. N-I-N-J, just rewrite your notes. So spend about a week rewriting your notes. It's horribly boring, but really worth it. And then it all comes together during your review phase. You don't leave home without your, without your legal pad of notes. You're constantly working multiple choice questions, starting with your weakest area backwards. And so if you're weaker in not-for-profit accounting, governmental accounting, you know, you know that those are the two areas on exam day that you hope they don't test you on. Well, guess what? It's 20% of your grade. So start there and work backwards. Work till you get about a 70 or 75% on your 20-question mini-testlets. It's an arbitrary amount. And they move on. That is how you should study for FAR. And you can do it. Mur says, first of all, you are, doing a fab you are doing a fabulous job. I wish you more success. Thank you. I appreciate your weekly podcast efforts. Thank you very much. Um, it's only weekly if I do it every week, so I'm trying to do that now <laughs> versus um, every other month. My biggest concern for my audit exam is how do I prepare for the TBS questions, task-based simulations. I have failed auditing multiple times now, even scored a 74 once, and the score report always says I'm weaker in simulations. I'm using Roger CPA Review along with the Wiley Test Bank. Please suggest the best way to prepare for the audit questions. Well, Roger is an excellent auditing instructor, and Wiley is a good set of, has a good set of questions. So, um, so how can you, <clears throat> so I always say that if you know the multiple choice questions well enough to score, if you know the multiple choice questions well enough conceptually to do well on the multiple choice, then that tr should translate into the task-based simulations. Now I realize that um, the simulations are a completely different way of asking the same information. For instance, there was a topic in, in FAR one time when I was taking my financial accounting and reporting exam. I knew the topic frontwards and backwards, but I could not figure out for the life of me how to answer the simulation. Like I literally couldn't, I, I literally did not know what they wanted me to do. And, and I sat there for 20 minutes just staring at it. And so there's that. And so if it's a matter of being weak, weaker conceptually and not knowing how to do the simulations, yes, you can study some, some simulations, and NimJamCQ has a ton of simulations. Um, but I wonder if you're just weaker conceptually and you need to slow down, work the Ninja framework uh, with your current materials. And, um, you know, this podcast is more than just, hey, buy Ninja, that'll solve all your problems. It might. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, how can you do well with your current materials? 
And so I slow down. I would apply the Ninja framework to your current materials. And then if you want to add the Ninja MCQ, because if you feel like you've worked out your questions, if you want to add Ninja MCQ or Ninja Notes to reinforce your concepts, that would be a good idea as well. Practicing 10 simulations isn't a horrible idea. Uh, I know someone recently who did all of these simulations in Ninja MCQ for regulation. There's like 74 of them. And the reason why I know that off the top of my head because I had to go back and look. How many sims are there? That's 74. That's overkill. So anyway, um, so the, the, the writer downer here is make sure that you are strong conceptually on the multiple choice questions. And hopefully that will translate over to your simulations and work some simulations as well. Terry writes in, hi, Jeff, I need some study advice. I'm about to retake BEC on Monday. I got a 71 back in July. I feel pretty good about the retake. My question is about my next retake. I failed far four times now. My score was over 64. So 64, 70, 63, and 69. Starting back in July 2015, my last attempt was April 2016. I am wondering if I'm able to successfully use the ninja program and restudy in 23 days okay carrie you went from a 64 to a 70 then back to a 63 and then to a 69. i wonder if you did exactly what i tell people will happen if they if they take a shortcut so you went from the 64 to a 70 my guess is that you redid your materials and then got the 70 you got stronger in some areas you got the 70 and you thought, and I have no idea here, so I could be completely off, but you got the 70 and I thought, I'm only five points away. I'm going to just cram my weak areas. Well, what happens is you end up doing worse than you did before, which is what happened. You scored a 63. Then you went back to studying the right way again, scored a 69. So um, you need to, so anyway, that's my, that's my diagnosis of what you did without knowing actually what you actually did. Um, but there are people out there who are listening to this who have done similar things. The point is, on a retake, if you just cram your weak areas, you will, more likely than not, do worse than you did before. You have to completely restudy everything from start to finish. It's horrible. It's awful. I know. I did it. It works. Can you restudy um, for far in 23 days? <sighs> the only shot that you would have at doing that, and um, you know, not to sell you the most expensive item in the Ninja Arsenal, which is the the um, Ninja 10 point combo, but it comes with Ninja Plus, and Ninja Plus is it's the old it's the old BISC CPA review video package that I purchased and it's now in Ninja in the 10 point combo and one of the instructors there is Bob Manette and he does an excellent job and if you watch those videos like in five days read the Ninja notes everywhere you go and work Ninja MTQs until you hate the word Ninja and me and everyone from Kansas, which is where I'm from. Um, 
then I think you, you stand a shot at passing far in 23 days. 23 days is not near enough time to pass far using normal methods, but this is but ex, extreme uh, deadlines call for extreme study hacks. And so that's what I would do. Um, the only shot you would have to pass far in 23 days is to watch all of the videos in five days, walk around with your notes everywhere you go, and study the multiple choice questions until you hate life. Daniel says, Jeff, I was trending at a 70, uh, at a 97%, and I just got a 73 on BEC. So frustrated. Honestly, I have no clue what to do. To be honest, I've looked at other review courses, but there's, they're so expensive, I don't want but I don't want to be cheap. I'm not sure what I should study. Should I redo everything? Just multiple choice questions or what? I love your products, but I feel like I know all the questions by now. I answer them over and over. Any suggestions or advice? I plan on doing, I plan on taking this again before Thanksgiving, so I have a little bit of time. Uh, Daniel, so when someone scores a 97 or like super high in their training score on Ninja MCQ, but a low score on exam day and then they tell me that they did the questions over and over and over that tells me that they were starting to memorize the questions and you said that you know all the questions by now and that's exactly what happened the trending score can be gamed by doing questions over and over and over because you end up memorizing the questions not understanding the concepts uh, it doesn't say what study materials you're, you're using other than Ninja MCQ. So um, let's assume that you have the, the Ninja 10-point combo. I'd go through the Ninja 10-point combo all over again. If you are, um, if you feel like you've done all the multiple choice questions, then I would get a second um, CPA exam test bank and use it instead of Ninja MCQ. I'd love for you to use Ninja, Ninja MCQ, but if, you have the, but if you have it memorized, then you need to do something different. Kajal says, I've given BEC two times. My first attempt, I got a 74. My second, a 72. I'm frustrated. I've used Becker CPA review and the final review material. I'm worried what I should do now. I also gave audit and got a 68 today. I'm very upset with this result. I passed FAR and regulation. Please tell me what to do. So BEC scores have been a 74 and a 72 and auditing a 68, but you've passed FAR and regulation. Hey, good news. You have passed two of the harder exams, which are FAR and regulation. And if you can pass FAR, you can pass anything. Identify, try to identify your study methodology for FAR and regulation. And if there's any difference between how you're studying for auditing and BEC. If, if you've kind of taken your foot off the gas because you think, hey, I, I passed the first two and I don't need to study as much, well, there's your answer. If, <clears throat> if, you're, do, if you're using review materials in the first, different review materials, CPU review materials in the first two, there's your answer. And it might just be that, well, people, str people struggle with BEC. BEC is not the easiest exam out there. Uh, I believe it has the, the highest pass rate, but that still shocks me because BEC is tough. Um, it is the honey badger of the CPA exam. You walk in, you stumble out, BEC just don't care. So uh, BEC is tough. And auditing, some people just don't think in terms, like 
auditing is a different beast um, itself because a lot of it is subjective. It seems like there can be two right answers. You can you have to ch choose the best answer because a lot of it has to do with judgment caused by the auditor. And so it's a little bit different than the straightforwardness of financial accounting reporting and regulation. So that might be in play as well. Make sure you're applying the NINJA framework to studying. You're very close. You know how to pass. Study hard. You will get it. Carly says, first off, I want to say that your form has definitely, your forum has definitely helped get me through the past few months. Today I found out I failed both BEC and regulation. The regulation fail sucks. But then again, I wouldn't say I knew the material well at all and guessed on the simulations. BEC was a retake from a 67 and this time I got a 71. I retook auditing last Thursday and I'd like to say I am remaining optimistic, but that is looking like a fail as well. I'm currently studying for FAR, which is a monster I know. I'm using Becker, and I'm getting Ninja MCQ, and I take the test at the end of the month. I start work as an assurance associate, so I'm starting to, uh, I'm looking to obliterate FAR and possibly one other before work starts. But I'm not optimistic. I'll pass any. Any words of advice? Also, through the post I've seen of yours, I see you point out to people that know what sections they're bad at. I feel like I'm bad at them all. How terrible is that? Carly, my simple prescription for you is you're using Becker and getting Ninja MCQ. Simply apply the Ninja framework to it and I think that you will be fine. Um, you were using Becker before and my guess is that you were not applying the Ninja framework to Becker, which is N-I-N-J-A. Nail the concepts first, take intense notes, then jump into the nonstop multiple choice questions, then just rewrite your notes, <clears throat> then it all comes together in your final review. And if you want to check out the Ninja framework, go to another71.com and you'll see this, the Ninja study planner in the right sidebar. And <clears throat> Ninja framework is free. It just it tells you how to study with your current materials. And I think that you'll be fine. Apply the Ninja framework. And I think this problem will all go away. And it also solves the problem of feeling that you're bad at them all. Well, you might be bad at them all, but apply the Ninja Framework and you will be fine. Keisha writes in, Good morning, Jeff. I recently failed BEC, my first CPA exam, and I'm feeling discouraged and even regretting working on taking the CPA exam. I used Becker, Ninja Audio, and Ninja Notes. <laughs> I knew my weak areas, and I still sat for the exam, realizing now that that was a bad idea. My question is, what do you recommend as study materials for FAR? I, I decided to move on to FAR since my Becker classes for FAR already started, so I decided to put BEC on hold for now. In terms of my learning style, I think I learn more in an interactive setting where I can ask questions after working on questions that I might not understand. Well, so you already have your FAR materials and so if, if you want to get different ones, then I would look around at different materials. I mean, you asked what, what materials you should get. Um, obviously, I'm biased, so look at the Ninja materials as well. As far as an interactive setting, I am not a huge, I, I'm not a proponent of live classes. I'm not a proponent of tutors. I believe that if you get a reputable CPA review course, 
and fire up the videos or open the book like with with the ninja 10 point combo the ninja book just get to work because i think i think that oftentimes <clears throat> people want the interactive and the social environment because studying isn't fun at all and it's easy it's it's an easy distraction to like trick yourself into not studying and so it's like it's like having um you know netflix up while you're <clears throat> while you're while you're, while you're working multiple choice questions and starting season one of Breaking Bad, like that's a bad idea. Like you can't trick yourself into the fact that you're you you can't cause yourself to pretend that you're not studying, that you're doing something else. Like studying studying is studying. It's not fun, and so just um, sit down at your kitchen table or the coffee shop or wherever you can mentally shift into. St- studying and get to work like you have to drive to the class you have and then and then you're in class and you have to and the class works at the pace of the slowest student and it it, like you'll probably double the amount of time that you actually need to that you that actually will take you to study so study on your own you don't need a live class they are inefficient and um so just get to work. You'll be all right. Brian says, I read your story and I was just wondering what helped you change your mind from throwing in the towel to being so determined that you were willing to sit for the exam as many times as it took to pass. Where did you find your inspiration and the money? Because kids cost a fortune. I took BEC in April after studying four hours a night every night for three months and got a 61. This stressed me out so much and I haven't studied since then. I know only 50% of CPA candidates pass the CPA exam on the first try, but I put in four times the recommended study time and I used your Ninja course and Roger CPA Elite, which cost me thousands. What's even more discouraging is that the CPA is supposed to get exponentially harder soon. How can I pass that if I can't even pass this version. I'm 42 and married with two kids. My son is five and my daughter is two. They require a lot of a, a lot of attention, which of course I enjoy giving. My wife and I both work 50 hours a week. So I'm pretty much in the same position you were in when you were studying. The only difference is you were out of school only a few years at that time. I'm sure another huge difference was that you had better grades than I did. I only had a GPA of 2.9. Well, Brian, first of all, um, I applaud you for for working full time and being a husband and a father and trying to better your your life for your family and and being forty two and trying to tackle the CPA exam. Let's see, you're about thirteen years older than the average CPA candidate. The average CPA candidate's twenty nine, according to NASBA. And I think, I think you scored the 61 on BEC because you studied four hours a night every night for three months. And there are significant diminishing returns. I would study no more than, than um, 20, 25 hours a week for BEC and study six to seven weeks max and then get in there and take your exam. So you studied... Um, you studied about six weeks too long. You studied about double what you should have, and it, and it had a significant impact 
on your exam. So, and the sad thing is that caused you to throw in the towel. <clears throat> so you didn't study, like, like you were a hard worker, which is awesome, but, but you didn't do yourself any favors. Jump back in there. And so you have a good course, jump back in there and hit BEC again using the Ninja framework, studying six to seven weeks max. And I believe you'll be fine. What kept me going? Well, um, it came, it, it was as simple as I wasn't going to let the AICPA beat me. So it's not like the AICPA had it out for me, but in my head, I had to create an enemy. I had to create this villain who was trying to keep me down. And it was the AICPA, and they're not going to beat me. What? I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. and study. What? I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to stay in during lunchtime when everyone else is going down the street to eat tacos and talk about how horrible the boss is. What? I'm going to study a week before or an hour before I go home at night. And and what? I'm going to skip family reunions and study. Well, okay. <laughs> that's actually a side benefit of studying is skipping family reunions. And so that's one of the sad things about passing is that you eventually uh, lose that excuse. But um, so you need to um, apply the Ninja Framework study less. You're a hard worker. So you're working 50 hours a week and you're studying a ton of time. And so study, so don't study harder, study smarter. And which is a cliche, I know. And, and then also like figure out, um, figure out why, why you want to pass. And I'm, I'm sure it's all the usual reasons, job security, um, earn more money, you know, self, self-esteem, all of those things are valid. All of those things were things that I thought about. Um, just the self-esteem of passing the CPA is a huge intangible. But what I would do, create an enemy. Like whoever is trying to keep you down, if it's, you know, your stupid brother-in-law who made a snide remark about, man, you're 42 and you still haven't passed, bro. <laughs> Hashtag whatever. You know, like whether it's your stupid brother-in-law or the AICPA, create an enemy and then get to work defeating them. Well, that does it for this episode. Hope everyone has enjoyed it. If you have a question, hopefully I have an answer. You can go to another71.com. Click at the top. You'll see Ask Jeff and your question will appear in a future edition of the podcast. And I'm trying to do them weekly now, and I've kept the streak alive two weeks in a row. If you want the Ninja Framework, if you want to know how to apply the Ninja Framework to your current materials, or if you want to look at some free Ninja materials, some free Ninja notes, free Ninja audio, I even toss in um, a free section of the, the Ninja audio for you to listen to so you can pop in that freebie, <laughs> pop it in like we did with cassettes or CDs, Put it on your, your iPhone or your Android and listen to it during your commute. And, um, and if you listen to it enough and get sick of it enough, then hey, maybe you'll buy the rest of the Ninja Audio <laughs> as long as you can stand my voice. And also look us up on Facebook. Hey, 45,000 of you have liked us on Facebook. Why would you want to do that other than Jeff just wants some more free advertising? That's a great question. 
We upload a CPA exam question every day, or at least we try to. And if you like another 71 on Facebook and then toggle it so that you get notifications from us, then we will alert you every day when there's a free CPA exam question. And who knows? The simple act of liking another 71 on Facebook and adding us to your notifications. See, this is my thing. I'm trying to get you to um, add, add us to your notifications. Clever, aren't I? That might be the difference between a 74 and a 75 on exam day. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Be good, everyone. Take care, and I will talk to you soon. Yeah, it ain't easy now, but it'll be harder soon. 2017's right around the corner, dude. Don't wait until it's too late. That ain't cool. Listen to my rhymes and you could be a ninja too. This new exam yeah, is bound to stress you out, man. That's why I'm here and I'm warning you now, man. It's gonna be more advanced, no doubt. Yeah, so the exam, you better take the thing now, man. Higher order cognitive skills, oh no. The four existing sections got my mind blown. The new blueprints, they make it really scare me. That's why I'm taking my exam, it's 2016. Task-based simulations, they got them planned. Added to the PEC section, oh man. Total test time will increase by two hours. 16 hours, man, it sounds kind of sour. It's gonna change, yeah man, it's gonna change In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same You better take it now and become a CPA Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change Yeah, it's gonna change, yeah man, it's gonna change In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same You better take it now and become a CPA Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change The way yeah. they test your skill level's gonna be changing Get ready for analysis and evaluation Remembering and understanding and application This 2017 exam is so bad tasting No more CSOs, now they got blueprints Trying to keep things fresh just like a new man But see, I don't want change, I don't wanna do this 2016's all for me, I'm so cool with it And now they got document review Simulation, testing, application, analysis, and evaluation Increased time allocation, scoring weights changing And $20 more to take the test, I'm straight hating It's gonna change, yeah man, it's gonna change In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same You better take it now and become a CPA Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change Yeah, it's gonna change, yeah man, it's gonna change In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same You better take it now and become a CPA Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change Yeah Go to another71.com and join our CPA exam forum and study groups It's the largest CPA exam community on the planet